Hi everyone, Steve Shepard here. It's a cool fall evening in Vermont. There's wood smoke in the air, the apples are ready to pick, and I'm thinking about the craft of telling stories. About a quarter of a million years ago, our ancestors told stories as petroglyphs on cave walls. These artists had no spoken language. This was long before we developed that particular ability. But their drawings, as crude as they are by modern standards, conveyed vast amounts of information, and they actually continue to do so across the centuries, ever since they were first glazed onto rock by firelight. I killed that to feed my family. I protected my village from that. We conquered that to create history. Now fast forward to modern times. Today's rich and pervasive media takes storytelling into a new dimension that transcends both time and physical space. We no longer use ash and blood and ochre to paint on the walls of caves. Instead, we inscribe our messages on the digital walls of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email messages, speeches, and electronic books. Because of high-speed networking and dense, efficient digital storage, we can control time, choosing when we want to view or hear an electronically delivered message. And because of the ubiquity of high-speed connectivity, space no longer matters. We can access our messages anywhere. Fellow writer and colleague Tom Standage is the author of Writing on the Wall, Social Media, The First 2,000 Years. In that book, he produces the argument that social media is really an extension of storytelling, a place where we can go to seek out the connections that bind us in a society. He also argues, correctly I might add, that social media is really not a new phenomenon. It's been around as long as we've had society. Well, we as people are compelled to tell stories about ourselves and our surroundings. It's not that we necessarily want to tell stories for the joy of the tell. In fact, the act of telling a story is part of our makeup as human beings. Anthropologists tell us that 70% of what we learn in our lives happens through storytelling. Whether we do it as cave art or as a stream of messages encoded on our Facebook walls, the impact is the same, except for the scale and the velocity of the impact. Cave drawings affected those who happened to cross the cave. Facebook and Twitter affect global populations in seconds. Storytelling in its most basic form is the cultural glue that binds us all together as people. We know that the combination of what we believe, who we believe ourselves to be, and what we place value on in our lives results in the fundamental vision of what defines us as a people. Stories connect us, they bridge gaps, they drive common thinking, and they make us whole. Now, most people have minds that are filled with data fragments, fragments that they reserve because somewhere deep inside they believe those fragments to be important. A good story ties them together and makes them relevant. Young people today who are awash in media every waking moment of their lives are often described as data snackers. Rather than single sourcing their information needs from television, a weekly magazine or a newspaper, they scan dozens of different feeds for relevant fragments that they then vet with their friends. From those vetted fragments, they jointly compile a richer, more nuanced view of the world that is every bit as accurate and relevant as what they would otherwise read in traditional media outlets. Storytelling connects the pieces together. But the one thing that hasn't yet been mentioned is storytelling's role in leadership. My definition of a good leader is pretty simple. It's a person who has the ability to deliver a vision of a desirable future, a new status quo, if you will, that is so powerful and so compelling that everyone around them, whether they're employees, peers, competitors, or colleagues, 
all want to be part of it and ask how they can help to bring it to fruition. And to that end, there's a simple truth here. All good leaders are good storytellers, and all good storytellers have a very good chance of becoming good leaders. And just one more thing. Before we get to the end of this, I want to leave you with a couple of closing thoughts. First, I want you to spend some time thinking about this question. Who is your favorite movie hero and why? The second question I would ask is this. What's your favorite children's book and why? Now, I won't reveal the reason I ask these questions here, but if you want to know the answers and why they're important, let the podcast run through the music outro and I'll answer them then. But before you listen to the answers, please give some thought to the questions. They're actually pretty important and they're directly related to the subject of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Steve Shepard. I'll see you in the next program. Cheers. Okay, okay, okay. You hung around for the answers, so here you go. The reason I ask the hero question is because all good stories have a hero. But what's really interesting is that heroes don't have to be people. They can be things, concepts, places, even technologies. In my technology work around the world, there are many times where the hero is a mobile phone or the internet or an app that gives someone a capability they've never had before, a capability that often changes their life. So think about the hero in your own story. It gives people a lifeline to cling to, and sometimes it's the most important thing they have. And the children's book question? Well, think about it for a moment. Some of the most memorable childhood stories out there, Where the Wild Things Are, The Little Engine That Could, all of Dr. Seuss's books, The Elephant's Child by Rudyard Kipling, that's my personal favorite, as you may know from a previous episode, they're all about leadership. That's right, all of them create a vision of what could be rather than what is. They show the reader, or in the case of a child, the listener, what the future can be, if they want it badly enough. I mean, isn't that what storytelling is all about in a business setting? I certainly think so. Thanks for hanging around. Let me know what you think about this.